Hello and welcome back to another episode. Today we're continuing our real estate series and today's topic is what expenses are available for rental properties. Now, as we've been kind of talking about the series is that real estate is tricky and and oftentimes treated much differently than your typical business. And so we wanted to put a series together that kind of goes through the various parts and differences between regular businesses. And so if you have not checked out our other content around real estate taxes, do so now by visiting our ultimate guide to real estate taxes. You can download that at taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash real estate. But today we're going to be talking about normal operating expenses related to your rental properties. So we're going to be talking about what expenses are available to rental property owners. Now, all too often, talking to real estate investors, all they think about is depreciation and normal operating expenses. But there's so many additional tax saving opportunities that they're missing out on by being so narrow focus. I want rental property owners to think about expenses as they do in a business. If you have a valid business deductions, you should be taking them. Even if you are producing a loss, and even if you are planning to carry forward that loss, you should still focus, your focus should still be on maximizing what is legally available to you. So I want to try to shift this focus. So many real estate investors that we talk to say, well, I'm just creating a loss. So, you know, why create more of a loss? Because we can carry that forward if we're not using it. We can utilize that against other income down the road. So we want to be taking advantage of everything that's available to us. Again, assuming that we have proof to kind of back that up. So we dug into this topic as it relates to business owners, which I recommend you ch- you check out as well. Um, we did a, a, a blog post and a podcast episode called What Can I Deduct as a Business Owner? But essentially, it comes down to whether the expense is ordinary and necessary for the rental property. And if it is, then you can take it. So what does ordinary and necessary mean? Basically, ordinary just means that it's common and accepted in the general industry of real estate or rental properties. And necessary means it's it's appropriate and required or helpful in operating your rental property. So basically, any ordinary and necessary expense means that it is appropriate and helpful for your rental property. To meet this test, the expense does not have to happen often or it doesn't have to be a recurring expense, although it can be. So let's go through some examples of deductible rental property expenses. Now that we know that we can qualify and what can qualify, we want to run down these items. So let's just go through this list. Advertising. Are you are you promoting your rental property in different areas? Maybe you're running a Facebook ad for your rental property. Cleaning. Are you doing cleaning on your rental property? That could be, you know, after a tenant leaves. Uh, depreciation. We talked about this in an article. How does depreciation work for real estate? Now, that's also part of our ultimate guide. Again, you can find that at taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash real estate. Insurance, mortgage interest, property management fees. You have someone managing that property. Those fees are fully deductible. Property taxes, repairs and maintenance. And we also talked about this as part of our series. How are real estate uh, repairs and improvements handled? Uh, travel to check in the property. This is a big one that we see people missing out. You have a rental property down in Tennessee, but you're located in Wisconsin by me. Well, you might want to go check on that rental property and you might want to do it in times where the weather may be not that good in Wisconsin, but traveling to check on rental property, fully deductible expenses, utilities, things like that. So this is just a list to get started. But again, 
Think of the ordinary and necessary requirements, and also be sure that you're creating documentation to back up any of these expenses that you're taking. Our biggest recommendation is to simply write in the receipt the details around it. So, you know, you, you go to Home Depot, you buy something, just write in the receipt. What was this for? What was the property? And everything like that. Take a picture of it and store it in a digital file should you need it down the road or if you would ever maybe need it down the road. So, you know, those are kind of the, the typical ones. Advertising, cleaning, depreciation, insurance, mortgage interest, property management fees, property taxes, repairs, travel, utilities, yard work, uh, plowing, those types of things. Those are all fully deductible. But what unique expense tax strategies are available for rental properties? So, you know, kind of what we t- talked about to this point are your more common items, but I do want to go a little bit deeper to illustrate some planning opportunities that just add to the power of real estate. And again, these are things that we see oftentimes real estate real estate uh, owners, rental property owners, not taking advantage of. Now, the first one we want to talk about is hiring your spouse to manage your property, assuming that you're the sole owner. Now, People always ask us, should I hire my spouse in, 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 in our business? Should I hire a spouse in a rental property like this? And I want to say this would only make sense if you want to take advantage of a couple different things, retirement contributions, high medical costs, or things like that. Otherwise, there's no real point in, in hiring your spouse in your business again, unless you're going to take advantage of some of those things. But here's a big one that I want to talk about. Hiring your children to manage your property, hiring your children to do some work on your property. Hiring your children in your business or rental property is one of my favorite strategies that everyone should be utilizing, assuming that you have children at an age that works and they're doing work that qualifies. You can get a deduction and your children potentially pay no taxes on that income. You're going to support your children anyways, right? So you're going to be sending them to basketball camps. You're going to be sending them to theme parks and and various other things, hanging out with friends. You're going to be supporting your children along that journey. Why not get a tax deduction for it by having them do some work for your rental property, by having them work on your rep, on your rental property. And we discussed this in a previous podcast episode. This is more geared to business owners, but it translates perfectly for the real estate industry. And so look that up on our website, taxsavingspodcast.com, or check the blog post uh, for this specific episode. I have a link to it as well, but it was called, Why Should I Hire My Kids in My Business? But there are some things, important things you want to make sure you're doing to implement that correctly. But I'm telling you people, Hiring your kids to work in your rental property and manage your rental property is a great way to get a tax deduction for support that you're likely going to provide no matter what. You're going to be paying for those basketball camps. You're going to be paying for those things. Why not get a business deduction for it and your children potentially pay no income taxes on that? It's a win-win situation. So that is one of my favorite strategies, not just for real estate or rental properties, but also when it comes to businesses as well. The third one is you could set up your own management company to manage your real estate. Now, again, this would only make sense if you're looking to take advantage of a retirement plan, high medical costs, or things like that. With a typical rental property, you cannot fund a solo 401k or a SEP IRA. But if you have a management company, you can utilize that to help fund those types of retirement accounts. Now, if you happen to be managing other properties other than your own, then of course, this would make sense having that management company. Otherwise, you may actually end up paying more taxes than necessary by setting up a management company for your rental property. So that's a lot of people ask me, should I set up a management company? Well, sometimes it might make sense, but if you're looking to do certain things, so check out our article for that. So again, this episode, we just kind of wanted to, again, open up your eyes and talk about what expenses are available to rental property owners. 
I feel that there's a many people, and th- this goes the same with business owners, but there's so many people missing out on deductions that are fully available to them. And I want you to be made aware of them. Again, there's the common ones, your advertising, cleaning, insurance, mortgage interest, utilities, things like that. But then there's some unique ones I want you to continuously be thinking about. Again, in order for an expense to be allowable as a rental under a rental property it has to be ordinary and necessary. And there's a lot of things that qualify under that. Maybe you're meeting for lunch with a tenant of yours who may happen to be your friend, but you're meeting them for lunch on a tenant. You could be talking about the property or you might be meeting a contractor for lunch. Again, they may happen to also be your friend, but you're talking about your rental properties. These could be ordinary and necessary expenses that you can take as a business deduction under your rental property, get a deduction for it. And the last thing I want to say is we hear from so many people in real estate saying, I'm just going to have losses anyways. You know, I have high depreciation. I'm going to have losses. You know, I don't need the deduction because I'm taking a loss anyways. And that could not be further from the truth. We want to take uh, as many valid deductions that we can to just keep adding that up, adding that up so we can eventually utilize that to offset all of our other income. So if you have background proof, if you have something to support these deductions, please do not think that because you're at a loss, you shouldn't take advantage of them or think that it's risky. If you have the proof to back it up, take these deductions. And again, one that we talked about today, that's one of my favorites for business owners and especially here in the rentals when we talk about them as well, is hiring your children and your properties to do some work for you. Get a deduction, get a tax deduction. They potentially pay no income taxes on it and you're going to support them anyways. Why not get a tax deduction for it? So hopefully this was helpful in kind of closing up a little bit of some of those things. Okay, what can I deduct on my rental property? What are some things that I can deduct there? Do not be afraid to take advantage of what's available for you. That's the beauty behind being a rental property owner. That's the beauty behind being a business owner is because there is tax deductions available to you that are not available to the general public and you have the unique advantage to take advantage of them. So hopefully that was helpful. We're going to be continuing our real estate series next week as we discuss things a little bit further. Next week, we're going to be talking about short-term rentals and how those are taxed. So feel free to check that out. Also, again, we have our ultimate guide to real estate taxes that you can check out. You can visit that by going to taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash real estate. And also a reminder, within our tax minimization program, our tax minimization program is just a program to take you from paying too much in tax to paying the least amount in taxes as legally possible. We take you along that journey. We have a section specific in there for real estate. So if you're interested in checking that out, you with it as part of a membership, you get a library of tax strategies, implementation guides, a training program. Uh, one of my favorites is unlimited access to our team for general accounting and tax questions. Kind of think of it like having an accountant in your back pocket. We're along this journey. So when those weird questions pop up, you can ask us, can I deduct this? Can I deduct that? We also do monthly group trains. We're kind of deep dive into specific topics and so much more. You can find out more about our tax minimization program at taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. And now is a great time to join because we are running a special bonus where you get access to our uh, small business tax savings summit, which was held back in June. You get all the recordings for that as part of your membership in the tax minimization program. So check that out now at taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. I want to thank you again for listening to another episode and check back next week and we continue this discussion on real estate. Thanks again. I will see you guys next week.